0: I'm so glad that you're here. This is a very, very special episode because this wasn't scheduled and I'm very grateful for Donnie for hopping on last minute with me because this episode needs to happen because my goal is to help you find some peace and calm throughout this chaotic and uncertain time in our world. So Donnie, thank you so much and thank you for being such a leader during this time, you really right away you stepped up and started using your voice and sharing how you felt, and I really think it created a really positive ripple effect in our community. And so I just wanted to thank you um, for for being such an amazing leader.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you for thank you for having me on here again. Thanks for uh, making the space, and thank you for showing up and doing all of that that same stuff and. And leading the way in the community. So um, the acknowledgement goes right back to you. Thank you.
0: So I wanted to have you on the show today because the last time I had you on, we, we talked about mindfulness, uh, but I really want to dive a little bit deeper into why now more than ever, the practice of mindfulness um, is going to play a huge part in helping people feel good today. Mm. Because something that keeps coming up, and especially with my clients and people that I'm talking to, they're like, I don't know how long this is going to last. Like if I knew if there was an end date, then I knew everything would be okay. And I keep referring back to We have to surrender that. We don't know what the end date is of when this is all going to go back. And there's not going to be a normal to go back to. There's going to be a new normal. And right now, the world that we're in is face is forcing us to be present and being present with ourselves and our feelings can be super duper uncomfortable which has us and i'm experiencing this too reverting back to old patterns and habits that i haven't done in so long but i know because i'm a little uncomfortable with this uncertainty that i'm kind of reverting back so i really just wanted to have this open conversation with you of like what you're experiencing what tools you're using and how we can help people really find that Mm. calm and groundedness during this time
1: yeah, thanks. So I, I I would start and just say this whole mindfulness word, right? This whole awareness or mindfulness, these phrases that thrown around and they, they're really often overused, but, but rarely embodied was how it was a week ago, a week and a half ago. It was like that. And so now um, there's even more um, fear anxiety, stress. I mean, it's heightened to a whole level. And so still using the same tools, it's all teachings and all the same tools. They're not going to change. It's like this ancient practice that has profound relevance for present day lives. And so being able to be present uh, here, with what's here right now. And for a lot of us, that is fear. And that's okay. It's okay to, to be afraid. For all the control freaks out there that like to have control and, and know what's coming next, all of a sudden, all that's gone. And so there's the the universe, God, the world, it's always teaching us and always we're gonna always be learning and always growing. So right off the bat, one thing, you know, be present with what's here. Even if you're afraid, check in, notice, start to notice like what feels stressful in your life. Um, we get nervous, we get angst, and it's all because we're usually trying to control the things we can't control. It's the past and it's the future. Right now, it's more the future. And I think more people right now are more afraid of the economic insecurity and afraid of being alone than afraid of getting the virus. Getting the virus is like fourth or fifth on the list right now. Like, not even, not, people aren't even worried about that. There's so much more there. So, to, to, for people to say, don't be afraid. I mean, it's okay to be afraid, feel the fear, face the fear and understand why it's there. Learn to pay attention to it. And that's what allows us to get unhooked from the fear. So it's okay, work through it. But then again, like how much time are you spending it right now? So if you start to think about controlling the things you can control, it's going to be little things. It's going to be the little habits. It's going to be all those things that we talked about before how you're starting your day. Like we, I was very tempted to look at my phone first thing when I got up in the morning before this happened. And now it's like, what's the latest development? What happened overnight? And so right away we wake up and we want to like go there. And so it's the same thing. Like winning the morning for me, it's not looking at the phone usually for the first 30 minutes, or at least until I get my meditation practice, be it five minutes, 10 minutes, choosing to do that before I get distracted in all the noise that's going on right now is so essential. That first hour of your day, you know, you're know, getting a little bit more sleep. Hey, that's great. Like mm-hmm. Use that time since you don't have to be up to go to your job and heal your body. Get a little bit more sleep in but continue mm-hmm. to have a routine in mm-hmm. that first hour and, and, and moving forward, like really your whole day. Um, so there's so much there. And, you know, we were talking before the podcast. I'm like, I just got to stop because we're just going to go on and on. And it could <laughs> be information overload, but there's so many practices and it's getting back to the same things, our roots of exercise and moving our body And for now, if we're cooped up in our house, maybe exercise means it's twice a day right now and it's 30 minutes in the morning and let that 30 minutes that you do in the morning, whatever workout it is, or if you're jumping on a live um, class with one of the studios and then let that first movement and that exercise, you can reap the benefits Mm -hmm. from it for the next three, four, five hours of your day. And then you're going to start to lose it again. And so get out and do something else. So, moving our bodies and being able to just, you know, I'm not going to say limit being online. I would say limit to where your focus is if you're going to be online, like what you're looking at. Mm -hmm.
0: Oh man, so many things there that I want to dissect. So first I love, I I mean, I love the, like take the time to heal your body. I know for me, I've been, I wake up at 4.30 Mm -hmm every single day. And now I've been waking up at five 15. And I mean, that's a big, I mean, that's a big difference. And I've been loving it. Like I've created this new morning routine and it was almost like it needed to happen because I was so stuck in the same pattern, but it's, What I keep coming back to is creating a new normal because if we took what we did a week ago and tried to implement it now, it's just not going to feel right. So it's like taking the bits and pieces that you really love, but then also kind of letting go of the stuff that you don't love and creating that new routine. Because I do think having a routine during this time is everything and knowing what areas of your house you're even participating in that routine. So it doesn't all kind of bleed into one. Uh, And the workouts, I think that implementing two different ones a day and having it scheduled is awesome. Even if that's just getting outside to take your dog for a quick walk around the neighborhood. Even if you don't have a dog, you can just get outside and take a quick walk because being in the sunshine will automatically Mm -hmm. give you that little serotonin boost. So I love that you mentioned those two things. And then the last thing is the mindful consumption. Um, Right now being online, it's how we're doing this. Like we're connected through The internet. I know for myself, I went in, like, I was just. I went from this wave and I don't know if you experienced this, but I was like kind of in, not kind of, I was in denial of the uh, situation that was going on. So I was really disconnected from it. And then once I came back from a vacation, when it really hit me with the reality, I wanted to know everything. So then I went on overload in trying to be connected to it. And it—I by Friday, I felt, I just felt gross. Like I just felt like I had let in all of this negative energy From all of these different sources and I didn't feel like myself. So Mm. these tools are really powerful because it A, creates boundaries and then also like protects your energy. So I love that you mentioned that because that's something that I have been so aware of. In this past week. And it has allowed me to kind of take a step back and be like, okay, this is actually what I need during this time. So I spent the day yesterday just planning my whole entire week, including when I was going to do my two workouts, putting it on my calendar, including my walks, including my meditations. So I have it all very mapped out and I'm not leaving it up for chance because even the fact that I work from home, anyways, it's very easy to get pulled in all these different directions
1: yeah, um, you know one thing you said about the new normal, and that might even be what the inside of your house looks like right now. Mm-hmm. If nobody's coming over, like why the hell does it matter if your living room, maybe your living room now becomes your gym, mm-hmm. or you move your office out to where there's maybe more sunlight mm-hmm. or whatever, but the new normal might be just repositioning the house to make it make sense for the the position that we're all in right now. Um, the new normal, again, it might mean waking up a little bit later to get more sleep, but again, there's always going to be these, we're just going to have to adjust Mm -hmm. and be flexible and be fluid. And again, it's my, my, one of my very first posts when all this was going down was just my motto will be control what you can Mm -hmm. control. And there's just, there's so much freedom in that simple, but powerful saying Mm -hmm. And the moment that we try to control things that we can't, like that's where all stress Mm -hmm. and anxiety Mm comes. So it's like taking personal responsibility Mm -hmm. to take huge action on the things you can't control. And it might just be a a ton of like tiny little things that you can do and then surrender to the things you can gosh! And that's it. I mean, that's, that's easier said than done, but What's practice? Yeah,
0: I want to get into the practice because, yes, these are great words to, like, anchor us, but then how do we take action and move forward? But the word surrender is is really everything that um, I think will anchor people through this. It's like as soon as you feel that resistance and you're forcing something you can't control, it's like you give away your power to it. And it takes you down. I just like imagine this like long, dark like funnel that just is like a tornado that just like rips you down. Uh, but when you surrender, it really have. I mean, to me, I feel like your vibration rises above it. Um, and especially right now is like we. It is such a, a weird in between place uh, that every time, kind of that. Control feeling comes up, it's just repeating the surrender, the word surrender over and over. So, what are some more tactical ways that we can really um, embody this and practice it regularly?
1: Well, I think I will touch back on the fear thing because it's inevitable and I think we all have it. And even when we say we're anxious or stressed, I believe that's just another, actually, another form of fear. Mm Um, there's a many, many forms of fear and sometimes our actions or even the emotions, there's something deeper there. And so just really looking at fear and being able to face the fear. This is like really when we wake up. So if we want to transform and learn and grow from this, mm-hmm. the first of all, the, our attitude is going to be the key. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we, how do we look at this and, and know that it's okay to, to be afraid and, and to know that guess what? We're not alone in this. In fact, we're all in this together. And I've touched on this with the mindful self-compassion teaches us that one of the is common humanity, that if you are a human being, you will go through tough times. We will all suffer. It's it's just part of being a human. And so this is what's affecting us all. And I feel the connection and I sense the connection with the positivity, um, way more positive than negative uh, as far as what I see. Mm Or maybe choose to look at as uh, online, but being able to know that um, we're we're in this together, and so taking action on that is—I've made a point to call my parents every day, mm-hmm. and I never did that before. I'm calling a friend every day on the phone, and and one of my friends did that this week, and I was like, I saw his name come up on my phone, and I was like, that's so amazing. And he jumps on the phone and says, "Man, I just want to talk to you." I'm like, wow. That was, that inspired me to take action and say, I need to be doing this. I need to be calling my parents. I can't see my mom or see my dad now. Well, then I better call them every day. So you've got human connection there, reaching out to your family. And then also you're, you're being of service, but when you're being in service, you're also helping yourself. So again, I think just that connection, if it's, if the physical connection is being removed from us, then. We can stay connected in so many other ways, and to use technology for us and bring it to a whole nother level, whether that's phone, text, or, or doing what we're doing right here, that's going to be so important.
0: Mm. I, I mean, it's so. I be mean, every time I talk to you, Donia, I'm like, I feel like I'm having a conversation with myself. <laughs> I love it so much. I said the same exact thing yesterday. I've talked to my mom and my dad every single day. It's almost like. It's like you want what you can't have. As soon as that like face-to-face connection or possibility of it is gone, it changes everything. Last Friday, I did like a digital happy hour with um, some friends that live in Denver. And they all live in Denver. And Brian and I live in Phoenix. And I'm like, why have we never done that before? You know, like it just took it being taken away from us to realize how important it is. And I love, like I've been talking to so many people that if it, everything was normal and I'm putting that in quotes, I may have not talked to them in a couple weeks and that would have been fine. But just the possibility of not being able to see them has changed everything about connection. Something else that I've noticed uh, when I go on runs around the neighborhood every person that I run by says hi and in it it, and it's so nice because I I'm like a golden retriever. I'm always smiling at people and saying hi, like whenever I walk by and I don't usually get reciprocated, (laughs) but I've noticed in this past week that it's, people are craving it. it and it's like, as soon as you have that taken away. So I truly believe that the shift that's happening is that, um, once everything kind of you know settles down and things go back not go back but whatever that new norm is people are going to be way more connected and present with each other that means when we're together we're not on our phones and we're not like checking our email when we're with family or you know only having brief conversations like i really think that this is going to lead to people feeling like they are important in a conversation because our cell phones has put distance between us. But right now, it's the only thing connecting us.
1: Absolutely, yeah. No, I love all those practices, and I, I just think it's it's looking at every single day um, and being able to ask yourself the question like, "How did I handle myself during this mm-hmm. during this situation?" No matter no, no matter how long it's going to be, how did I handle myself? You, I I, tr- I believe that. This is going to bring out the first in, in many and it, I'm hoping out the best in as many. Mm-hmm. Knowing the reality of the situation is that we're going to have more time than we've ever had. Maybe some people are, you know, once the dust settles and they're figuring out their whole work or their companies. But for a lot of us already, we have more time. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with that time? Where's your focus going to be? So continuing to do the thing that maybe many of us have already been doing, a gratitude practice. Mm -hmm. Another thing that we've been doing is just decluttering our house. Mm -hmm. And the gift of that, you know, that we talk about as as coaches or in mindfulness, transformation happens from the inside out. You know, we have to love ourselves before we can love outside of us. But when we're decluttering, if we go through the practice of decluttering our environment, it's like reverse engineering it Mm As we declutter our external environment, it starts to declutter our our inner environment or our inner world. So the decluttering has been amazing. I think just finding a new hobby or learning something new to keep the brain stimulation going will be powerful. Um, Being of service, getting on. And I mean, I've been more active on the lives and the social media stuff than than I ever have going on bike rides every single day so I while we still can go outside and just like there's so much more appreciation that I have for just being outside right now and then it's really easy to get caught up in it if we're not thinking about even here in Phoenix like it's a gift We're, we're doing this now where we can be outside the weather's nice not everybody has um, a house. Some people are stuck in apartments in cities that don't have gyms mm-hmm. because they're condos. Gyms are closed. And so I think it's just choosing to look at what you have mm-hmm. instead of what you don't have. And keeping that mindset of, of gratitude is going to keep us from going down the roads of doom and gloom that are going to really derail a lot of people mm-hmm. from this.
0: I agree that that gratitude practice. I keep saying like, this is what we've been training for. It's like this is why we have a gratitude practice. The gratitude practice didn't start yesterday. It's been ongoing and ongoing and meditation and all these things set set people up for when the world turns upside down. And I would say that right now is about as upside down as we possibly could get. And it's these are the things that are so little when you're doing them, but when you know, the world turns on its head, it's like it grounds us, it brings us back to our feet. I feel the same way about being outside. Like we can go outside right now, and it kind of goes back to that there is a possibility that we might not be able to other than to go, you know, to the store. So, again, same thing walking around, like looking around at the flowers and the trees and everything is just like deeply appreciating it while we have it. And I kind of want to touch on what you said about you know crisis does can bring out the worst and i from my observation cuz right now i feel like i'm in a very like i'm just absorbing a lot and i want to talk about scarcity and abundance because in the beginning there seemed to be this really big wave of scarcity i came home from a week long trip to empty Shelves at Target and a line wrapped around the building at Costco and Trader Joe's shelves empty. Just I was I was honestly just in shock because yeah, people are like stock up on stuff, but I'm like no, like there's enough to go around. I haven't bought toilet paper yet, to be honest, and I have I don't remember the last time I bought toilet paper at Costco. That's how long that stuff lasts, you know? Yeah. Um, but I really want to touch on that because. I'm, I, I have some practices that have helping me stay in abundance, but I want to hear about what you think about that, like scarcity and how people are taking more than they need and, and what that does energetically to our world.
1: Mm. Well, I think it can all trace back to fear. Mm -hmm. And the fear and anxiety, anxiety is spiking. That's inevitable. We're seeing that. And the more that it happens, the more flexing and gripping and reactivity and trying to actually control it. So if we're afraid, we'll try to go and like, go do something and go buy, you know, the until the store's out of toilet paper, like Mm -hmm. you're seeing those things. And this is the trance or the, like the, the hook that a lot of people will get caught in. And so just being able to check in, ask yourself the question, like, what, what feels stressful in my life right now? Or what am I afraid of? And then when we, when we do that, we'll start to go a little deeper and notice like, what is it? What is it I'm afraid of? um this type of reactivity well here's what we know so like, like fear when it's not faced it just becomes toxic mm-hmm. right and so these actions that you're seeing for mm-hmm. people just buying in bulk or people that are just not they're in a, a state of reactivity mm-hmm. it's 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 unhealthy um but it 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 starts to create more of it mm-hmm. And so just being able to take a step back and taking a breath and doing our meditation practices or mindful practices. If you're not sure what those are, how to do them, put the word mindfulness or meditation into Google and there'll be endless um, resources for you. There's plenty of time and plenty of opportunities to dive in deeper. And the promises are like what I talk about. The the four superpowers are going to be that number one, you're going to be able to focus you're going to focus more meaning you can focus on the things that you can control the focus on the things that bring peace and compassion and gratitude into your heart and into your body and not focusing on all the distractions. Mm -hmm. So you got the, the focusing and then the perspective, this is like that ability to take a step back and see the bigger picture and know that like this, this it's not the end of the world. We still, if we're in the gratitude practice, we can actually see things that we do have and then the things that we have to let go of that we don't have control over when we have perspective we can let them go Mm -hmm. and we're not being weighed down by by the fear of lack of control Mm -hmm. and then there's number three is the pause so that's just that ability to to take a step back take a breath and pause be more responsive be less reactive and then that last part is I call it just like shifting, shifting your thoughts, where you can start to redirect your focus or your thinking on more healthy stuff. Mm -hmm. Because if you're just on and let's just look at say you're on social media, and all you're looking at is the news, and what's going wrong, and you're just feeding your brain with that stuff, then you're fully in it. Mm -hmm. But when we have those three, like pausing, focusing, um, and perspective. Those all come together for that last one of the ability to change the channel and focus on the things that are going to light you up, lift you up and just keep you in your body and maybe just be a little bit, uh, fear less, like not, not as fearful. Mm-hmm.
0: I, so what you just said about keep you know, keeping in your body, do you feel like when stuff like this happens, when people start to react, in this way it's unresolved trauma
1: oh yeah i mean i think it's all of it is um in some way i mean we all have it and really one of the definitions is just like when our emotional needs weren't met there's deeper trauma there's there's trauma there's traumatic stuff that this type of stuff we're talking about um it needs another level of support Mm -hmm. through therapy or whatever like if you have that deep traumatic those experiences, this stuff is all great, Mm -hmm. but more support is needed. Mm -hmm. But yes, I do believe that a lot of people's trauma is being triggered and that's why you're seeing what you're seeing. Mm -hmm.
0: So a question that I, I, like the practice that I've gone into is if I'm feeling a certain emotion, um, I ask myself, what is this trying to tell me? because I'm viewing my feelings right now as a messenger and it's just trying to provide some information and I'm viewing it without judgment. And I know I would not be able to even say that if it wasn't for my meditation practice, because meditation has given me space between my feelings, the thoughts that I have, and then, you know, what I decide to label as good or bad. So Maybe someone listening is like, okay, maybe I'm going to try this meditation thing that y'all keep talking about. What can someone do to help them get into it that it doesn't feel so overwhelming?
1: Hmm. Well, first uh, on all that that you're saying, I just think on the topic of fear, because for whatever reason, that just keeps coming yeah. up for me, because I think that's at the root of everything right now. Mm-hmm. That's not always bad. Mm-hmm. Fear's not always bad. It's like what helps us. It's mm-hmm. what helps us get out of tricky or challenging or bad situations. Mm-hmm. It's That's our nervous system letting us know that, you know, something needs to change. Mm-hmm. But it turns into suffering when the fear is running the show. Mm-hmm. So, um, going back, and I'm not sure what was your question to start with. With that again,
0: tapping into meditation to work through fear.
1: Oh yeah. So rain. I mean, that's the one I. I. I feel like maybe I spoke about on your first, our first interview, but that's um, the acronym. Rain stands for recognize, allow, investigate, nurture. Mm -hmm. So you've been triggered. Um, You have an unwanted emotion, whether that, whatever it is fear somebody pissed you off whatever it might be you've been triggered that ability to recognize it oh it's here not pushing it away just it's here. like i'm afraid and then allowing it to be there because what happens is when we get fearful or uncomfortable we distract we will go grab our phones we'll go grab a drink we'll go have sex or like whatever there's so many different distractions out there the ability to allow it to be there, this is how we turn and face what we're running from. Mm-hmm. So um, this is why a lot of people are struggling right now, because guess what, the busy excuse that you've been using for so long has been pushed aside. Mm-hmm. So, so now what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to go be home with your family and be with your kids and not be so busy at work. So turn towards what you've been running from. And mm. that's like one of the great gifts of this whole, mm. you know, thing that's going on is people have to get present in their shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can yeah. cuss on this podcast. But, yeah, you can. Um, <laughs> <I did.
0: laughs> but it's true. But I mean, that's, that's, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so recognize, allow, allow it to be there. Oh, it's here. I'm scared. I'm scared because I'm afraid I'm going to run out of money. I'm scared because I don't want to be alone right now. I'm scared because I have to be with this person in my house now for the next god knows how long. So, I feel like these are probably a few of the common ones and then in investigating while it's there. So, or while it's why why it's there. So, going in and saying, "Oh, a little bit on a deeper level, like where is this all coming from?" You know, and that might be a little bit deeper when you get into like the the trauma or the wound or the limiting belief that we have. And then nurturing, which is the last part, which has to do with self-love. And Tara talks about her, her words to herself are, it's okay, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't work for me. It doesn't, it doesn't sound um, as really customized for me, but I have my own thing. And I'll just say, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Put your hands on your heart and say, it's okay to feel this. Mm-hmm. You're not weak. You're not weak. You're not scared. You're not less than because this is coming up. And I promise you, if you did that for 30 seconds or for 15 minutes and you walk through that acronym, there is no way that that unwanted ocean will have the grip it had on you before you started. Mm. I promise you 1000%, you will have loosened the grip.
0: Mm. Wow. I love that. And that is so you can You can easily apply that to to someone who's just getting into that practice, so that's a great um, strategy because once you allow yourself, like I like to think of permission slips, it's like give yourself permission to feel the way you want to feel, so then it can pass through you and then you can you know go to a higher frequency or a higher vibration. So is there anything right now that you're afraid of?
1: Um, I'm more afraid of every, I'm, I'm afraid of what fear is doing to a lot of people. Um, I'm afraid of what the, the economic aftermath will be for our world. I feel like other than that piece of it, this is such a gift and such a blessing in so many ways. That's the part that I don't have information, much knowledge, intuition. Or anything about, so that part I'm afraid it breaks my heart to know what might unfold, but I also trust that um, we have each other, and for a lot of us, we have tools, and I believe that the people that I know in my life that are leaders are going to just keep stepping up, like like they've been doing anyways, mm-hmm. and um, we will we will carry each other through this, and if everybody has to have a little bit less money. Maybe that's not a bad thing.
0: Mm-hmm. I I agree. I I'm not afraid either. Other than what you like, just about that part, I feel um, like I, that's why I wanted to get together, record this podcast because. Every day, I'm waking up and I'm asking myself, like, what can I contribute? Like, how can I help someone get through this? How can I thank a healthcare worker or tip a little bit extra at a restaurant? Uh, because that that keeps me at a higher vibration and above the line and keeps me moving forward. Because yeah, that part is so uncertain. But I do, I agree with you a hundred and ten percent. This is a gift and to be able to look at it like a gift is also a gift but i would say that just taking a step back zooming out and just looking at the areas of your life that you want to improve and make small little changes nothing drastic will ultimately have such a big lasting impact and when you know the dust settles there will probably be a huge opportunity to continue that on and we'll look back on this time and i mean I think what makes this so unique and special is every single person is in it together. Some are more extreme than others, but at the end of the day, we are all like sitting in this place of uncertainty. And there's something really, really powerful about that. Like it just, even though we're separated physically, there is some sort of like higher level of connection that I feel, like just knowing that talking to my friends via FaceTime, like they're feeling the same way I am and waking up and being like, this is so surreal. You know, this is like that connection to it. So I think that ultimately it's bringing everybody together in a way that really needed to happen because I feel like our last conversation we had, we were talking about how disconnected people were from each other.
1: Totally. It's that. Yep.
0: Right. Like, I think, yeah, that conversation in November, we were like, oh, people are more disconnected than ever. And here we are now. I'm like, I feel so much more connected to so many people because it brings that empathy level of like, shit, I'm not over here like, ooh, that sucks. It's like, no, I'm right here next to you and we are in it together and we are going to get through this together.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I couldn't agree more. And I just think if we can take time each day, it's a beautiful time to establish little new habits and rituals, journaling, doing meditation. I feel like my meditation practice, sometimes it's whatever's coming up during the meditation. A lot of times I find inspiration. So yes, I do think during my meditation, believe it or not, um, it happens all the time.
0: Plot twist, it's a part of the meditation.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, but just asking myself these questions like, how did I handle myself during these tough times? Like if I can ask myself that every day, like when I can look back when this is all said and done and and be proud of the person that I showed up as, that's so important. But I have to ask myself and remind myself every single day. And how can I use this situation to help others come together? Well, that's going to start with me. So it's going to have to, I can only take my people as far as I'm willing to go. So it's going to have to start with me being in the practice, me practicing what I preach. And, and then each day, just asking like, where am I going to place my focus? And maybe, maybe it's multiple times a day when we start to lose focus or we get distracted by the noise, we got to bring it back. And, and, and I know this is what we needed. I don't know how it will all unfold, but I do trust the process. That's just one of the other sayings that I tell everybody else and, and I tell myself. And I do believe that it's happening for us and not to us. And you know what, what, however this unfolds, as bad as it might get, I have control over that perspective and that's what I'm choosing. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm choosing to see this. And if it bad and worse and ugly, at least my attitude the whole time was something that I stayed on top of. Mm -hmm. And I think it is. It's our attitude that will really carry us through and determine, did I come out of this a better, stronger person? Did I take time to learn, grow, and reflect on what's most important in my life? Or am I just a complete mess from from it all? And I don't want to go down that road. So I'm just going to continue to try to do the little things that I can control each day Mm -hmm. to come out on the other side, like um, stronger than ever.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that. And also if people are a mess right now, it's okay. Like it is a okay for wherever you're at. Just know that your attitude will determine your outcome, whatever that may be. So thank you, Donnie. Thank you so much for your time. I really am so grateful to have this conversation with you. Like I said, it's like talking to myself and I get so excited. I love, love being on the same page. And, uh, you have created some incredible free resources, right? Like you're, you have a YouTube channel now,
1: yeah, I got, so YouTube channel that has, um, a bunch of yoga flows that will have some guided meditations. They're, they're meditations that audio meditations that have already led, but I'm just going to turn them in also to a video. So I have the guided meditations. It's a 10 free meditate or it's 10 meditations for tough times, mm-hmm. which you can find on like my Instagram profile or I'll I think you can get them. That. Yeah, you can, you can get them through that. Um, So I have that. I still have my shift to sobriety, which I think last time we talked, I was just launching and Mm -hmm. the first class is going through and they're actually in the 12th week Mm -hmm. right now. Once they're done, I'm going to just open it up, like open enrollment so people can actually sign up. And I don't know what I'm going to cut the price to, but it's it's not going to be near as much. It'll be like, less than a quarter of what it was before to make people um, to make it more accessible to them. And then I'm also starting next week, I'm starting an online um, recovery meeting. So it'll be like a shift to sobriety sober meeting or anybody that's sober curious Mm -hmm. um, wanting or needing to get sober, or if you're a sober veteran um, not necessarily affiliated with AANA and these 12 step programs, but there will be plenty of people in there from those programs participating in these meetings mm-hmm. and it's just they've taken away most of the um 12-step meetings that the meeting in person the, the meeting in, the meeting in person so that right there is something else that just crushes me right now mm-hmm. because you can go anywhere anytime any country mm-hmm. and go find a meeting somewhere and so f- to take those all away right now is mm-hmm. that crushes me mm-hmm. that breaks my heart for the, the newcomer, the person that's just trying to find a place to get sober. So we got to bring them online. So that's inspired me to uh, I'll have one on Tuesdays at 6 PM and Fridays at noon. Cool. And it's for anybody that's welcome.
0: Cool. Oh God. Such a, you're such a gift. Thank you because that is so necessary and it's amazing how in times like this, like the, that's where your, your thoughts go. Like that's where your mindset is. So thank you so much for continuing to elevate yourself, to elevate your community. It is so much appreciated. So,
1: Thank you. I appreciate you right back. And, um, I will chat with you anytime on here.
0: Okay. Yeah. We could jam out for hours and hours. Maybe we'll, we'll follow up in a couple of weeks and see how everything is. Uh, but yeah, so I'll link all of that in the show notes. Do you have any other resources that you personally use that help you through hard times other than the resources that you've created? Is there like a book or something that you use?
1: Um, I, so Tara Brock has become like my favorite teacher, mm-hmm. my main teacher when it comes to illness meditation. She's got two books, Radical Acceptance, which seems like a very fitting uh, name, book that you can read right now to be able to radically accept everything that we're going through. But that, those are her teachings. She also has a podcast. That's where the RAIN acronym comes mm-hmm. from on her podcast. There's Endless inspiration of her dharma talks, and then there's there's meditations, guided meditations, plenty of them. So you can podcast and be busy for the next two months with just tons and tons of inspiration. So I find myself um, diving deep into a lot of her work. So she would be the the person I would say outside of myself right now that I'm I'm really um, recommending and also going all in. All in on myself.
0: Cool. Okay. Awesome. I will definitely share that as well. All right. Thank you so much, Donnie. I really appreciate you and your time. Have fun over there. Making I saw Alrighty. I saw some TikTok videos going down.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. I mean, it's, I, it's something I I would probably have never done. Right. And so start something new and, yeah. and make it make it fun, make people laugh. I was laughing. That song just happened to um be in my head for about a week straight. And I finally lured Jamie into doing it, who said she would (laughs) never do it. And now she's singing that same song.
0: Well, I will say, you know, humor and laughter is the best medicine no matter what. Like no matter what you're going through, it's always good to lighten the mood with stuff like that. So I love that you were doing that. The new thing that I'm that I'm picking up is I'm going to learn to play the ukulele. And I ordered it on Amazon. I have no idea when it's coming, but this has inspired me because I've been talking about playing an instrument for so long and I really wanted to play the drums, but I figured let's just start small and a ukulele is really small. So (laughs) I'm right there with you.
1: (laughs) Jam out.
0: Jam out. All right. Have a great weekend. Um, We'll chat soon. I hope that that episode gave you some ideas that you can implement today to help you find a little bit more peace and calm through this wild, wild time in our life. You know, as our world continues to go through these circumstances, it's just important to take a step back and really fully let go of what you can't control and stop trying to force something to work. I hope that this episode is a little reminder to practice surrendering, and I hope that you can find a little bit of peace, calm, and groundedness in whatever your current situation is. Take a step back and ask yourself, how can I promote peace from within and around me? This time in our life, it's only temporary. We don't know how long it's going to be, but this is the time to just take a step back and observe what's going on. It's time to fully be present. If you're struggling with anything at all, or you just want to get together and connect with other like-minded people, I'm hosting another free group coaching call Friday at 12 p.m. Arizona time. And if you want in, there's a link in the show notes that you can sign up. And I hope I hope to see you. We'll be there chatting, connecting, sharing resources. Uh, I will be there to answer any questions or any support that you need. Or if you've fallen off some of your habits and you're looking for a little jump start to get back into maintaining your self-love and self-care, I got you. So hopefully I'll see you Friday, and if not, I will catch you next time. So remember, love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because you, my friend, you are so worthy of it. We'll catch you next time.